Welcome to Sincerely Yours, a little corner of the audio world for inspirational, informative content to help you build, flow and grow as a business owner, content creator and person. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm a marketing communication specialist, business owner, a lifelong learner, content creator and a mom. For those of you tuning into Sincerely Yours for the first time, welcome. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back and thank you so much for your continued support. In a world where marketing messages bombard us from all angles, let's explore how to use marketing to build sincere and meaningful connections with people. It is my absolute pleasure and privilege to bring you today's episode of Sincerely Yours. Now, let's dive in. I hope you're well today. My name is Sam and I'm the host of Sincerely Yours. If you're listening to this on the day this episode goes live, which is the second week of May, can I just say, I cannot believe it is already May. Where did the time go? Anyway, I hope wherever you're tuning in from, you are well. And thank you so much for joining me today on another episode of Sincerely Yours, where we talk all things marketing to help you cut through the noise and start creating thoughtful marketing and have meaningful conversations with your customers and your community. Today, I want to talk about authenticity and how to leverage the power of authenticity to build a one-of-a-kind brand that your customers cannot duplicate. Now, the idea for this episode came to me when I was browsing for a new podcast to listen to, and I came across my Yoga Studios podcast. Now, forgive me if this is totally untrue, but my first thought, first two thoughts were, why does a yoga studio spend time recording a podcast? And the second thing was the podcast probably has some standard yoga or meditation audio guide. So I was curious and I started listening to the podcast and I was actually pleasantly surprised by the content. Um, There were interviews with the yoga instructors who were sharing their journey and the intricacies of their yoga practice as well. Um, There were also meditation guide and some of the retreat announcements sprinkled throughout, but they were very elegantly done and not in your face. Before discovering the Yoga Studios podcast, I didn't really think much of the studio beyond it being a very nice studio, and I would drop in whenever I could, which was, uh, let's be honest, October last year. But now after listening to the founders' business stories, the challenges, the success, and instructor stories as well, I feel like I'm part of their journey, and I feel like I know the instructors too. It's so much in fact that I actually started booking yoga classes at the studio again. So if converting listeners to a customers is one of the objectives of their podcast, they've definitely ticked the box with me. However, the brand association that I have with a yoga studio now goes beyond, well, it's a very nicely lit, beautiful studio. I associate with their mission of spreading yoga's benefit and I can relate to the instructors now rather than the instructors just being some really bendy, physically flexible people. This is something that's actually really challenging to achieve in a day-to-day studio class environment when you're just in and out of the yoga studio. So kudos to them. But that's when I got to think about the power of authenticity to elevate your brand and business above your competitors. As a marketer, I've seen firsthand the importance of building a brand that people can trust. And what better way to do that than by being authentic and true to yourself? So if you're a small business owner, a solopreneur, or an entrepreneur looking to build your brand, this episode is for you. So let's start with the basics. What is authenticity and why is it important? 
Authenticity means being true to yourself, your values, and your beliefs. And it's about being transparent and honest in your actions and messaging. Authenticity is crucial in your branding strategy because it can build trust and credibility with your audience. When people feel that you are genuine and sincere, they're more likely to connect with your brand on a deeper level. And here's the thing, authenticity is not the same as transparency. While transparency is all about revealing information, authenticity is about revealing your true self. Um, taking the example of yoga, the practice of authenticity is about being true to oneself and living in the present moment. The same principles apply to branding. When you're building a brand, it's important to stay true to your values, your mission, and your unique voice. Authenticity is not a buzzword. It's the foundation for building a strong and meaningful brand. So, now that I've just given you a whole lot of words about what authenticity is, let's talk about the benefits of incorporating it into your branding strategy. Um, first of all, authenticity can really differentiate you from your competitors. When you stay true to yourself, you can create a brand that's really unique and stands out in a crowded market. Authenticity can also help you build a loyal customer base. When people connect with your brand on a deeper level, they're more likely to become loyal customers who will keep coming back for more. And finally, authenticity can drive engagement and customer loyalty. When people feel that they can trust your brand, they are more likely to engage with your content, share it with other people, and become advocates for your brand. So now that we've established the importance of authenticity in your branding strategy, let's talk about how you can leverage it to attract your target audience. First, tell your brand story and show vulnerability. When you share your journey and your struggles, you can connect with your audience on a deeper level and build trust. However, there's a fine line between authenticity and contrived. Social media has made it so easy for us to share and overshare. Um, especially when every expert on the internet is telling you that you need to post six stories on Instagram every day, it can be so easy to fall into that knee-jerk reaction mentality of posting every single thing on your social media. So how do you walk the tightrope between authenticity, vulnerability without appearing as you're pandering or oversharing? I would suggest getting honest and real. Start by humanizing your brand. Um, how to do that? Imagine if your business is a person. What are they like? And this is where you can get creative and use adjectives. Once you have that persona, that is brand voice. Now, you use that voice and you get honest and real about your product and service. Go behind the scenes. If you're selling a product, share stories about how you, how you make that product. What are the challenges that goes with it? Where did the materials come from? How do you manufacture it? What inspired you to make that product? How do you design it? If you're a service-based business, share the work that goes into creating your customer experience. Are you bending the midnight oil working on the course content? Post a story with a little teaser of what the content is to come and what sparks the course. The rule of thumb that I always use to oversharing is, if you won't share it with your grandma, don't share it on social media. So the same sort of goes with um, sharing photos about your partner, family or children. Just because your competitors do it doesn't mean you have to. With, with that being said, if your family is okay with you sharing the weekend out and bouts or details about your business on um, the social, and if it aligns with your business, then go nuts. But if it doesn't feel right for you, don't do it, particularly when there's young children involved as well. For me, 
I tend to get creative and try not to share um, face forward images instead of blurring or blocking out my son's photos with a sticker because I feel like that is too contrived. Just do what is appropriate for you. Secondly, be consistent in your messaging and actions. When your actions align with your messaging, people will feel that your brand is authentic and trustworthy. One of the podcasts that I listen to religiously is called the Conscious Style Podcast. Elizabeth, who is the host, her brand is all about raising awareness for slow fashion and sustainability and helping people to break away from fast fashion. What I really love about Elizabeth is that her actions are 100%, if not almost 100% aligned with her brand and her podcast about slow fashion. So for example, Elizabeth always shares her outfits on Instagram and where she sourced them from, and they're usually thrifted or swapped. But what really sets her apart is that she's also a realist, and she does admit to buying new items here and there. But I notice even that is not that frequent anymore. So if you're seeing a progression and a journey that really aligns with what she's trying to preach. So if you're a long-time follower, you can see her growing and progressing as a slow fashion advocate, but she's still being really relatable. So contrast this to, say, how we feel about oil conglomerates who, on one hand, are telling us that they are working on sustainability, such as buying carbon credits, but they're also contributing to the deterioration of our environment. Which one to you comes across as more authentic, and which one gives you that sort of icky, yucky feeling? Oh, and another thing to add when it comes to action, skip the call to action every now and then. It sounds contradictory to marketing, which fundamentally is about creating an opportunity for sale, but not every interaction needs to turn into a quick sale or conversion. Try playing the long game and strike a balance between content that are meant to convert or sell and content that's simply meant to connect with your audience. You can create positive brand moments to create connection and make people feel like they're part of your brand. They may not buy now, but trust me, you'll be the first place they're going to go to when they need whatever you have on offer. Just like my yoga studio story I shared earlier on in the podcast. Thirdly, incorporate user-generated content. When you share content created by your customers, you can showcase the real-life experiences of people who use your product and service. This can get tricky um, if, like me, you're just starting out in your business. And it doesn't help that I get imposter syndrome as well. So if you're just starting out and thinking, where can I get customer feedback or user-generated content? Giveaways and sharing your knowledge are great ways to start. If you have a product-based business, Host a giveaway and follow up with the winner to get a review or photo of the winner using your product. And if you're a service-based business, you can participate in business groups where your potential customers live, contribute to the conversation, engage with your audience, listen to their feedback and help people solve their problems that are in your areas of expertise. After that, ask them for their feedback. It may take you two to three times or even 10 times to get someone to share their feedback or you may strike gold the first try. Either way, keep persisting because user-generated content can be very powerful in showing your brand authenticity. And finally, don't be afraid to own up if you muck up. Now, we've all been there, an accidental typo, a reply that wasn't well articulated, fumbling for words in your reels or videos or podcasts. We're all humans. It can happen to anyone. And when that happens, 
your first instinct might be to delete offending content immediately, but the not so secret is this, you can't really delete anything off the internet. The second you post it, it's permanently burnt into the web, cases, screenshots, you name it. If it's an innocent typo, we can fix it or add an edit bar with update, apologize and move on. Some of the most common mistakes I've seen in marketing are things like um, a scheduled email that went out a bit too early or with terrible formatting or some missing information. It's really truly the stuff that keeps a marketer up at night. And I still get nightmares about wrong email merge fields and that wakes me up in the middle of the night, believe it or not. But if you have done all your due diligence, mistakes still happen and they will. Apologize. And in the case of an email, send an apology. If it's a small enough mistake, you can even take a humorous take on it or lighthearted approach. Offer up some incentive, maybe a small discount or um, as an apology to turn it around. If it's serious, however, then it's time to jump into PR mode and do some crisis management. But I find that even in serious situations, owning up to the mistake and sincerely apologizing can really help to repair some of the damage that's already been done. Do what you can to fix the issue and make sure your audience knows what you'll do in the future to ensure it doesn't happen again. If you're getting late night anxiety and guilt over it, be rest assured that it's only a matter of time before someone else does something unprofessional and the world moves on to that. But, and that is a big but, we have seen again and again politicians, celebrities or influencers, they're getting pulled up or um, for offensive and inappropriate tweets from years or even a decade ago. In some cases, they managed to move past it. And for some, it really was the demise of their career. Now, why I'm highlighting this, it really goes to show that everything you put out or post on the internet is permanent and Again, and I cannot stress this enough, if it's something that you wouldn't say to your grandma, don't say it, post it, or share it. In yoga, the practice of authenticity is about being true to oneself and living in the present moment. And the same principles apply to your branding. When building a brand, it's important to stay true to your values, your mission, and your unique voice. Again, authenticity is not a buzzword. It really is the foundation for building a strong and meaningful brand. By being true to yourself and your values, you can create a brand that people can trust and connect with on a deeper level. So there you have it, my beautiful people, how to leverage authenticity to elevate your business and your brand. What do you think about this episode? I would love to hear more about what you thought of it, what resonates with you, what you disagree with or agree with. Share a comment or rate this episode. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, take care. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode of Sincerely Yours. Don't forget to check out the show notes or description for links to any resources or references mentioned in this episode. And if you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future topics, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at SincereCopy or my email hello at SincereCopy.com. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the show, leave a review and share this episode with someone. Sincerely Yours is a new podcast and I'm really new at this too. So your feedback will help me improve the show and create episodes that will be valuable for you. I'm your host, Sam. See you next time for another episode of Sincerely Yours.